Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Seven six eight four eight four four four. That's our phone number with your questions, comments, or smart remarks. And before we get into your voicemails, I would like to say that no, it is not what about Bob. It's either Jaws or Mr. Holland's Opus, which was Richard Dreyfus's best movie. We were talking about this during the break because we played that audio from Richard Dreyfus mm-hmm. last segment. First of all, his signature is the most lazy signature I think I've ever seen for a person of his stature. Yeah, uh, he should be ashamed of himself. And. Um, <laughs> Uh, Richard Dreyfus is also a guy who, like, if you were to say the name Richard Dreyfus, you would think, oh, my gosh, what a big-time actor. Mm-hmm. But then when you're actually looking at his repertoire or what... what uh, IMDb page. His his uh, list of films, yes, he has had a couple of films that you would say, wow, those were really big mm-hmm. movies, especially early on. American Graffiti, Jaws, yeah. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. But then... I mean, there's some that are that are you know known movies. Good, you know, The Goodbye Girl, uh, Stand by Me, uh, Down and Out in Beverly Hills. But then it's like, other than what about Bob and Mr. Holland's Opus? Mm-hmm. Richard Dreyfus is not some box office juggernaut. But yet, when you say his name, yeah, you think that's a really big time actor. Yeah, well, he's been in he's been in some good ones. Jaws being the best, of course. We're going to need a bigger boat. You are. You have said that now 93 times. Mm-hmm. And yes, we are all fully aware that is a line in the movie Jaws. Yes, thank Casey's you. Casey's birthday. Yeah, she can you, do whatever she wants. Do whatever. Speaking of Casey's birthday, <laughs> you got a very special phone call on the hotline at 317-684-8444 uh, from someone who wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Uh, hey, Kendall and Katie, it's, uh, it's me again. It's uh, Biden Transportation Secretary. Mayor Pete, I love the show. I listen every day. Hey, I wanted to call and wish Casey Daniels a happy birthday. Because it's her birthday today. Of course, she and I go way back with our time together in South Bend. You know, she was a beloved media darling. And uh, you know me, I was Mayor Pete. And here we are all these years later, and she's still a beloved media darling. And I'm a... a failed travel agent in the Biden administration. <laughs> Funny how things happen. Well, I gotta go. Uh, big guy's got me going through all these documents. Bye, guys. <laughs> big guy's kind of going through some documents. Sure. <laughs> uh, so happy birthday, Casey. Thank you. Uh, I t- mentioned yesterday, apparently Night Court is back Mm -hmm. after 30 years of being off the air. Yeah. The only person who from the original was in, is in the new one, is John Larroquette. Right. Who plays the same guy, Dan Fielding. He was the prosecutor in the first one. Now he's a defense, he's the uh, public defender in this one. So I had not seen it as of yet. Uh, Yesterday when I made the uh, announcement about it, and I did watch it last night. And? But before I uh, talk about watching it last night, I will uh, will play this phone call. Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, Thomas, outside. You're talking about uh, New Night Court on the show uh, Wednesday. 
uh, it turned into the John Lara case show is what it turned into. Mm-hmm. I was rather disappointed. We have been faithfully watching uh, the old shows on 6.2 here in Indianapolis on the, the Laugh uh, Network that they have. Those things are funny to beat the band because they were not politically correct. And now in the interest of doing things right, everything has to be PC, and it's taken a lot of the edge off the show. Uh, believe me, Mr. Lowercut does a great job, but the rest of the cast is, well, let's put it this way, they're less than memorable. Hmm. So well, I that's was, how you become a star, surround yourself with people who aren't as good. Well, but it's like John Larroquette is 70-something years old now. He's almost 80 years 75. old. 75. Yeah, okay. So, you know, it, so I would say this. There was a brief about three minutes into the thing where you're feeling pretty sentimental, and mm-hmm. it's like, that's cool. Wears off quickly. And then it just wears off yeah. very quickly because you cannot recreate something that one was original Mm -hmm. two had phenomenally talented people and the characters were great you know i I compared a lot to it's like seinfeld where and i'm not saying night court was as good as seinfeld but like the richard mole character richard mole is not a good actor richard mole has not really been in anything of any consequence since night court but the bull character was awesome much like kramer on seinfeld Mm -hmm. you know the the michael richards obviously has not been lighting the world on fire but he was great at that character harry anderson is the judge obviously he's gone marky post Mm -hmm. she's gone so you're not going to recreate that so out of like the after the first three minutes you know and then they they do the same intro as before the same music and then you just realize these people are just out of ideas yeah. and i'm kind of disappointed in john larroquette that he even agreed to do this he can't need the money that bad well you never know because he <laughs> his article about his first break into the business yes we're gonna get to that later which how it, he got paid it wasn't with money no, it was blew my mind and his mind was blown as well apparently exactly, exactly. Uh, but anyway yes i I, I, would, so, I would not thumbs rec- down. Yeah, I would. Which okay. I knew. I didn't go into think. Oh, this is going to be so. Uh, this is going to be so great. Mm-hmm. But I will say it was. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Okay. So uh, we did That's get a no on Night Court. Yes, I would. I would say it was a no on Night Court. Now, if they bring Richard Mole back, because I was a big Bull fan, mm-hmm. then maybe we're talking a different game here. Uh, but he's like a hundred years old. So uh, okay. So we got a couple calls, uh, people weighing in. Obviously, we did a kinder, gentler Rob yesterday mm-hmm. with the Jackson Brown mm-hmm. music. Tried to do that today before Casey ripped the joy out of my soul by not allowing any more Dan Fogelberg to be played. A couple phone calls on that. No. No. We do not want the kinder, gentler Rob. We want off-the-rails Rob. In fact, let's kick it up a notch. Casey, you need to fill him up with Mountain Dew, Coca-Cola, all the caffeine you can, maybe a couple of Red Bulls. Let's crank this sucker up. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. You can only be you. Yeah, but I was kind of... Here's the thing I found. I had a lot more energy at the end of the show. Yeah. Because I didn't exert as you much energy. You use it all on the air. And so it was kind of really well, enjoying that, that. You're not leaving it all on the field. And well, people want you to leave it all on the field. Yeah, but I feel, I feel like here's the thing. Maybe... Mm-hmm. We can appeal to more people mm-hmm. if I still say the same brilliant stuff, but in a way that makes people feel like they got a hug instead of a kick to the groin. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. And you said we had one more phone call uh, yes, about one, this? Yes, one, one, one more phone call about this. Hello, 
Kendall and Casey. Mr. Rob, first of all, I want to say you can't you can't keep being uh, kind and gentle. You hold that stuff in, it'll just hurt you. <laughs> it's really not in your nature. He's he's right. I think people they that's what they want from you. It's what they expect from you. Yeah. Okay. Off the rails. Last phone call. We had talked. We did a segment yesterday on how Chelsea Handler claimed, mm-hmm. yeah, that she had no idea until recently that the moon and the sun were not the same thing, and we were talking about how it is how ridiculous that is. Mm-hmm. That these people who are propped up like you should listen to them on government and politics and life and society and everything else. We're listening to a person who claims she did not know the moon and the sun were not the, the same. same thing. And then we started talking about how easy it would be to observe, even if you never read a history book or gone to school or whatever, mm-hmm. based on the fact that, you know, one's going down and one's coming right. up. And some lady called, and I have not had time to look into this yet, but this is fascinating about how the moon rises. And she was very upset that we did not know this. Like, how in the world would I know this unless I'm an astrologer or uh, astrology? Is that What's it called if you study the... Astrologist? Astrologist? Astronomer? Astronomer. Astronomer. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Unless I study space... Right. which I do not. Mm-hmm. I study big government and mm-hmm. politics mm-hmm. and the Indiana Republicans repeatedly raising my taxes and growing my government and spending my money. That's what I study. I'm sorry I don't have time to study the space, but at least I knew the moon and the sun weren't the same thing. Anyway, this lady appears very offended that we didn't know how the moon rises. I had to laugh at you about just that moon talk. The truth is, and when the new moon is new, it comes up on the west. And every night it comes up a little higher, a little higher. And by the time it's a full moon, you see it first in the east. And it works its way across. And if you go outside uh, a couple hours before daylight, you can see it in the west. Uh, so you need to study this a little bit because it's not just you know starts in this side and it's not a it's not a a permanent thing it changes every single night you need to study it a little more casey apparently uh jack of all trades master of none so we threw the first stone didn't we we said chelsea handler didn't know what she was talking about and then apparently we didn't either well we did know what we were talking about in the sense of the moon comes up as Mm -hmm. the sun is going down which was the premise of the comment which how in the hell could it be the same thing, even if you'd never read a book, mm-hmm. if two things are in the sky, one's the going time. down and one's yeah. coming up, how would that even be possible? Right. But this lady was hyper offended that maybe we made an incorrect statement about how the moon rises. And I love, mm-hmm. and again, I'm still clinging to some string of kinder gentler as the remnants of Dan Fogelberg bumper music still rings in my ears. <laughs> uh, I get great joy that mm-hmm. that is what set that lady off mm-hmm. to call not anything the government has done not the taxes not the growth of government not it's the moon that's what did it for her. it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc and hammer's going to join us next